Happy Sunday, everyone. Welcome into the Fumbling Punter. I'm your host, Devin Keeney. So it was a, it's been a big week since we talked, or since I did the last podcast, and the Patriots made some big moves. The New England Patriots were able to get Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore. So the Patriots are really set up with some of the moves they've made. They went and I was amazed at the amount of money they gave Stephon Gilmore and $40 million guaranteed as a cornerback. Usually Bill likes those guys that he's able to cut at his leisure. But the Cleveland Browns went out and spent some money in free agency and kind of shored up their offensive line, got a piece on defense, and uh, kind of really surprised that they got Brock Osweiler. That was a big move for them in terms of or that was not a big move for them, that was a big move for the league. They freed up a lot of cap space for the Houston Texans, and that kind of leads me to believe that the Texans are going to make a strong push at Tony Romo because with all the money that the Texans freed up, that that it, that makes them eligible to pay Tony Romo more money than what they could have if they still had Brock Osweiler on the books. So essentially what the Browns did is they paid a third-round pick, and the $22 million still to Brock Osweiler in his contract for that second-round draft pick. But rumors have came up that they're already looking to trade Osweiler, and I would not be surprised at all if they did, and if they are able to move Brock Osweiler for a pick, then good for the Cleveland Browns. That is going to help their organization and help them continue to tank to get San Clemente, USC's own Sam Darno. So I mentioned Sam Clemente because that has been my reason for being away from the podcast, not giving you guys the usual Friday podcast. I have been away, been out on the West Coast, and not been able to do my regular everyday podcast. But I'm I'm glad that I'm able to get out here and record a little bit. I was not able to bring all of my equipment, so I am recording on the iPhone today. So hopefully that that's some good sound. It's a new kind of equipment. Uh, we're only able to record for 10 minutes, so this is going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast. So we've hit on the Patriots, we've hit on the Cleveland Browns, and I think that they're continu- going to continue to tank. And now uh, A.J. Boye signed a big contract with the Jacksonville Jaguars. As I told you guys, that he was in a pretty good position to get paid. Oh, another move that the New England Patriots did this weekend is they were able to get defensive end Coney Ely from the Carolina Panthers. And Coney, uh, I'm pretty familiar with from his days at the University of Missouri, and kind of his big knock was he wasn't an every-down defensive end. He was kind of more of a uh, third-down uh, pass rusher more than an every-down defensive end, and that had a lot to do with effort. But I think that if uh, the Patriots went and got him, that that's something that they had definitely talked about, and that's something that Bill's going to address is making him give more effort every play that he's out there and Chris Long has said that he's looking to go somewhere where he can be an every-down defensive end. So that could have been very well what they're trying to do there is replace Chris Long with a almost seven, eight-year younger Coney Ely. So the Patriots got stronger there. They got stronger adding Brandon Cooks. And whew, the Patriots look pretty dangerous right now.
uh, of every team that, you know, made some moves. I know the Giants look pretty good with Brandon Marshall. And then, oh, yeah, so a couple of things to add on here at this point in the podcast is I was talking on our last podcast on Wednesday about how Mike Glennon was going to get about 50, between 14 and $16 million a year. The Bears gave him $15 million a year, but it's for three years, so I think that could be beneficial for both parties. And then Kenny Britt got his $8 million a year. So, like I said, it seems like a lot of money to me, but I'm, I'm all for anybody getting paid that has the talent. And moving on into college basketball, uh, Duke beat North Carolina by 10 yesterday, and that was kind of a big shock for me. Duke wins the ACC with that victory over Notre Dame today. So, big win for Duke. Uh, I talked to you guys last week, and I said I didn't think that I had a lot of faith in this Duke team. But the big point, and especially the Carolina game, was Jason Tatum stepped up as their best player because I think he is their most talented player even though Luke Kennard and Grayson Allen have probably had the better seasons in college basketball. But, you know, we're going to get into, I believe I'm probably going to do a tournament challenge for you guys middle of next week. I hope I'm able to do that kind of hit. Hopefully we are able to get with David Ekman. I know we've kind of really been shorting everyone on the college basketball betting game, and hopefully we're able to get with David Ekman do a college basketball betting show uh, conference tournaments ha- tournaments have been fantastic, and hopefully that is able to carry over into March Madness. We all want to see a really good tournament there. And, you know, like I said, hopefully we're able to give you guys a good podcast, you know, give you guys something you want to listen to, want to share. Uh, hopefully that helps you out with your work brackets, your brackets with your friends. You know, we want to give out the best material that we are able to. So moving on into hockey, the Blues won back-to-back games the last two nights against the Anaheim Ducks and the New York Islanders, and they played really well against the Islanders, able to get the win, and then, I'm sorry, they played well against the Ducks and were able to get the win, and then last night, Saturday night, they were able to barely squeeze one out against the New York Islanders. Uh, listen, when they started this two-week stretch, I said if they go 4-2-2 two, and two, that they're a uh, pretty good shot to make the playoffs, and they've started this stretch 4-0-0. So as long as they can keep getting some points over the next week, I think they'll do fine. We will be live with the Fumbling Punter at the Staples Center on Monday night as the Blues play the LA Kings. So check out our Facebook and Twitter pages, at Fumbling Punter for both, and Check out some of the pictures that we're able to share with you guys. Hopefully, you know, you get to see some cool experiences. And I've really enjoyed seeing that stuff from people in the past that have gone on road trips. You know, kind of getting to see the arena and the environment. But Carter Hutton skated through. Jake Allen's playing really good hockey right now, playing a really good uh, goalie. And I've said for the last couple of weeks, all you got to do is get hot at the right time. And if you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. So if the Blues are able to keep this up uh, moving forward here in the next 15 or so games and able to get in the playoffs, anything can happen. The uh, Blackhawks lost the other night. They beat the Wild the other night. So I think that as long as the Blues continue to play well, then they should be in a good position going forward into the playoffs. It's a long shot when you're coming in as a 7 or an 8 seed. 
but if they are able to get in, get some good goalie, play good defense, get some pucks to the net. Ryan Reeves has played really well. Vladdy Tarasenko's only, I believe, three goals out of the league lead for most goals scored. So if Vladdy can keep it up, that would be great for the Blues. It always is. And on to the World Baseball Classic before I let you guys go. The U.S. lost to the Dominican Republic tonight. They blew a 5-0 lead. And, oh, that just pains me. You know, I love those Dominican guys. They play some really good baseball. Uh, A lot of those guys on that team play for your favorite teams, whether it's, uh, you know, any of their guys. They have a lot of guys. uh, Bulquez, the Dominicans always produced a lot of great baseball players, and you know, they're, they're a fun team. They they really enjoy the game, but it, it sucks seeing the U.S. lose again. But hopefully they're able to come back, win these next two games, and get to get a rematch against the Dominican Republic and even get to go to the Final Four out here in Los Angeles. So, you know, got to be a glass half full kind of person. Sucks that the U.S. lost right now, but hopefully moving forward, so between them and uh, Israel, Lucas and I and our podcast and our uh, World Baseball Classic podcast we had to take down because of technical difficulties, we uh, not looking too good right now, but you know, hopefully you guys enjoyed that whenever it was up. We had some tef- technical difficulties and that's kind of the reason we took it down, but Thank you, everyone, for joining us. This has been the Fumbling Punter Podcast. Sorry I had to cut a little bit short because of time restraints on this new iPhone app. For the Fumbling Punter, I'm Devin Keeney. Give us a follow on Twitter and Facebook.